happiest. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been over one long year Watching movies bad, strange and weird Commandeered by Michael Hi, this is Carl I'm Mike's friend I, I wrote this song My turn-ons are French poodles Chinese German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Joe's de Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Hey, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Carl wrote the theme song. You just heard him. He's going to give us a ringy-dingy in a second. But allow me to introduce myself. Hi, I'm Mike. Thank you so much for listening. You probably got listened to us on iTunes. You can find us there with the name L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's also our Twitter handle. Ooh, here comes Carl. Hang on, buddy. Carly. Come in, Carl. I'm here. This is a ringy dingy for you. Can you hang a sec? Let me see if uh, our buddy Paul. By the way, you and Paul were fantastic last week uh, on the air. You were a delight. Paul's going to make you sound like a person. So, uh, again, uh, let me just tell you, you can find us on radio, on mutinyradio.fm. That'll take you to a website called pcrcollective.org. From there, you can find our our feed uh, and listen to it on your podcast thingy. Uh, you can also go to our website at Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com, where the movie that we watched, the, uh, the podcast episode, We'll be there on the same page so you can listen together. And that's the idea. We want you to not only listen to us for two hours, but we also want you to watch a movie at the same time. Can you do that? I think you can. So we are uh, just Paul Brumbaugh, who was fantastic last week with Carl, is giving Carl some juice. Talk to me, Carl. Talk to me, Carl. Come in, Carl. I, here I am. Can you hear me well? I can hear you louder than normal. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you sound like you might even be in the room with me. Uh, I'm in the Roomba with Broomba and Spiegelman. Yeah. Wow, this is incredible. Usually it sounds like you can hear the tin cups. Uh, now it's now it's peaking. <laughs> All right, how about now? Okay.
Carl, what about that quick brown fox who jumped over the lazy dog? Uh, listen, I still have not finished typing that. If you'll just give me five minutes. God, it's only 26 letters. Uh, Carl, commandeered. That's a verb. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> According to you, the dictionary.com, it officially takes possession or control of something, especially for yes. military purposes. Yes, yes, you're right. You commandeer something like... What do you say to a naked lady? Which was commandeered by Mike Spiegelman for this weekend. Carl, I did pick, what do you say about a naked lady? So, Carl, what do you say about a naked lady? Well, you don't say anything about her. You say it to her. What do you say to a naked lady? This is an excellent choice. This is candid camera, but naked. Uh This is the famous Alan Funt, who uh, was... Actually, did, I don't know if you knew, Candid Camera started in 1948, apparently. And um, this made it to the big screen, because these were the kinds of things he wanted to do on TV, but you cannot show boobs on right. TV. Now, and uh, this, we should say up front, there's, not, there's more than boobs in this movie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're going to see a lot of joke in this movie, so we're going to have to give a not suitable for work. By God forbid, do not... The film's called, What Do You Say to a Naked Lady? Don't watch... That's not suitable for work. That's not safe for work. Uh, unless you work at a... Uh, uh, a porn shop? Yeah. It's not suitable, because she's not wearing a suit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's start this movie. Carl, good to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Northern California is a lot better. Thanks for asking. Uh, people are still uh-huh. displaced. There are people, uh, I think it's 46 was the count, which is the worst Ooh. in California history, but it's mostly contained. Excuse me. So it's good news. So there. I'm still here. Yes. All right, Carl. Uh, I, listen, I wish California well uh, with these fires. I know that you're saying things are getting better and better and better. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's great to hear. I know that you had a rough time, and you were literally uh, breathing in smoke. So I'm glad things are turning around here. Well, that's, yeah. Well, thanks so much, Carl. I'm glad to hear it. Now, uh, go ahead and tell me how the bagels are better over there. The bag—it's the water. It's the water. It's the water. I mean, your bagel's got a hole right in the middle. They New Jersey say. urine. When, when New, people from New Jersey pee in the water, their <laughs> urine is like a hard urine. You don't have that in California. <laughs> That's right. You liberal soft urines out there. All right. I'm trying to write. What do you say to? So we're uh, browsing on YouTube now. For what do you say to a naked lady? All right. I don't know how to spell naked. I wrote naked with an L. Naked. What do you... Sorry, Carl. I'm slow right now. What do you say to a naked lady? Correct. And I recommend Eric Von Tana. Okay. I see it right there. 75K. And it's this is a one hour and 25 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. thank God. All right, so we're going to go ahead and um, crank it out. Uh, so here's how the show works. We're going to watch this movie on YouTube. We want you to join us. You can sync this podcast to the movie and watch both at the same time and experience it. We only pick movies that we've read about growing up, 
throughout the years from books, and now it's all on YouTube. We don't have to read it anymore. We can just go ahead and see it. So uh, do you want to go ahead and do your magic, uh, Paul, beforehand? Sure, go ahead. Well, go ahead and get it ready. All right, so why don't we get it ready? So I'm going to go ahead and click the movie link and then hit buffer, uh, hit pause while it buffers, I should say. I have okay. the little buffer wheel going, and I hit pause. I'm buffering. Once again, what do you say to a naked lady? And we recommend Eric Fontana. And you should click on that and let pause it so it buffers. Okay. Uh, all right, so it's ready to go. Should we do it? I'm ready to go. I'm all buffered up. All right, so Carl, Carl give the countdown. 99. 98. 98. 97. Okay. <laughs> 3, 2, 1, play. And I'm going to be playing some of the music just so we get it here. <laughs> That is not Leo the Lion, <laughs> lawyers. I just belched. If any of MGM's lawyers are listening oh, to the show, excuse you. Yeah, excuse God. me. Oh, this is not the UA logo. If the UA's uh, United Artists' uh, lawyers are listening, I just farted. <laughs> clean. I keep my ass all clean. All right, so in this film, no one wearing clothes was aware of our hidden cameras. Wait, no one wearing clothes. No one wearing yeah, clothes. Yeah, right. That's awkward. The people naked are in on the deck. People like you and people like me. These are real Horrible. people caught unaware. Is this real people? Is Skip Stevenson? Knew we were there. It's a different show. Now, what you're seeing here is people filing in to, like, preview the movie. And what he's going to do is he's going to play a segment of the movie, then he'll pause it, and he'll talk to the audience about their reaction. It's actually kind of good. Okay, so we're watching a naked lady oh, walking right... This oh, is a real look guy. Nope. Look out! Oh! He's looking all right. This naked lady bumped into a guy, and this guy can't... You know, I think he's trying to look away. Oh, way to go, look cover up. that. 70s... Theater yeah, go ahead and say it. You say it first. That go ahead. is bushy. You're saying that is 70s bushy, but all we saw was her backside. That's <laughs> yeah, bushy. Yeah, but didn't you see That's it bushy. Her... That's all we're now saying. Now watch this guy's face, right? <laughs> he's going to jerk it up. He's more pissed than his sandwich got knocked over. He's not mad that he just got spilled on. He's... <laughs> he likes it. Oh, he's smiling. <laughs> what do you say to a naked lady? You know, I heard something disparaging about bloopers. Is that Kermit Schaefer faked them all? Do you believe that? That those bloopers uh, were all that's that's terrible if that's true. If that's true, that's like a... like the guy who said that'll hold the little bastards for a while. I found out that that was all made up. That really sucks. So it's hard for me now to watch Peter Funt and his younger son Alan do this. Actually, you're right about that. When Alan Funt had a stroke, Peter took over. Yeah. Why, uh, why can't you watch any fun? I can't watch any fun. You can't watch fun? Yeah. So what's funny about the the funs is that I think the, the son, he also is a conservative newspaper writer, editorial writer. Uh-huh. So he's got himself, he'll say like, what's up with the culture today? You, you're coming in nice and clear. This song, not so much. Uh, yeah. Can you tell me where Mr. Price's office is? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, she was totally it's naked, came great, out of the elevator. Some great reactions here. This is a woman named uh, Joey Addison. 
Uh-huh. And she really doesn't do anything else except she does this other movie called Sweet Savior. It's from in 71. It's a, another rated X film like this one. That's funny. So the funds hired like softcore actors to be their ladies. I don't know if it was... Yeah, because this is 73, right? What do you right? say to a naked lady? No, this is hey, lady, you're naked. After. Carl, what do you say to a naked lady? I say yes. Yes to what? Whatever's the question. <laughs> Here, what do you say to a naked guy? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Dude. Dude. You'll Aww. see that, by the way. You will see that. Yeah, I'm very familiar with this movie. They, uh, the funts let it all hang out. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be some lady. I just found something. Paul just found something in the, that I lost in the uh, station. I'm really happy that I found it. Uh-huh. It was Is my it will a card? To, it's my will to live. Terrific. Great. Wow. I know you've been missing that. Yeah, I don't know where it went. Actually, watching this naked ladies really got me smiling. The movie she's in, Sweet Savior, right? It's like this Manson cult leader takes oh, his to New York City where they do drugs and kill people. Oh, like Benson in that movie, uh, next week's movie, The Hitchhikers. That's true, yes. They were on their way to L.A. Okay, so this naked lady is just hanging out in the uh, elevator corridor, or the naked lady corridor should be renamed. Chit-chatting. Right. Here's Stephen Funtz, flounder from Animal House. Oh, <laughs> That's right. Uh, he offers his coat. Good for him. And it's not fair that she's holding her purse. She's holding her purse over her muff-muff. Uh, yeah, that's cool? true, actually. That so, was on purpose. Well, then she is self-conscious. Well, yeah, you put this, that's, this guy's a gentleman no, offering a jacket. Aren't you cold? No, it's beautiful. Are you yeah, sure? Aren't you cold? Aren't you cold? You look cold. <laughs> From where I'm standing. Ooh. That's a nipple joke, Carl. Yeah, I got it. I was, it was pointed straight at me, that joke. Ugh. <sighs> Oh, I'm man. Like, that joke really popped. Oh, a woman was in the uh, lobby. She's like, you're a freak. Get away from me. Yeah, that's right. She runs. Oh, and this is like the creeper cam right now. Oh, no, they're widening it. They had uh, the camera between two sluts. All right, so this lady is not wearing underwear, and this guy's helping her hold the ladder as he goes up. <laughs> and he's his eyes. You got, don't look. Nope. Dumbass. Yeah, are they going to look or won't they? That's the... He's totally looking. Well, maybe he's helping her up. He's not looking. He's looking at the ground. He's never enjoyed ground more in his life. Yeah, see, he's... he's, What's really funny, and you know this from being a child back then like me. Yeah. The older people are very conservative, and the younger people are the flip side. Well, this guy is the flip side. Whoever's holding the ladder. Yeah. This woman's name is Laura Hunt. Huston, by the way, and she never goes on to do another thing. This is like, these guys are creepers, and they're playing like pop music for creepers. What you choose is up to you. The music's so bad. Are you it's a creeper obvious. or are you not? Now you got to, everyone's looking. See this guy. Good for you, dude. What minute are you on? Oh, it seems like an eternity, Carl. Uh, seven minutes and three seconds. Seven and three. Okay. 
Oh, I see. They got the kite stuck up there. He's going to help her. And she's looking at his ass. Ladies. <laughs> Ladies, please. Okay, now we're at a pharmacy. Right. What do you think of these and kind of movies, Carl? Do you, are you okay with this? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, it's just Morally? That, was this an okay movie to watch? Like This was a great film. It's uh, very interesting. And it's a snapshot into the time. You know, the very late 60s, early 70s. I mean, this, this came out in 1970, but it must have been uh, shot in 69, you know? Yeah. It is fascinating, the difference, um, the, so, you know, between uh, uh, the, now and then. I mean, it, it this, also takes me back to that time, um, which I know you share with me. Oh, yeah, when America was great again. <laughs> I guess that's the time to come. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I, I noticed, like when uh, I realized this movie was on YouTube, because uh, as you said, Alan Font had a show called uh, Candid Radio, right? Candid something like wasn't there a radio version? <laughs> and then he had a TV show called Candid Canberra, and it's a precursor to Punk and all that. And it's also this movie is the godfather of all YouTube prank shows. You know how there's like YouTube prank videos where it's like, I'm yeah. going to put my hand down this lady's pants. Watch what happens. The hand prank. They're usually just awful like that. that right. That's right. This was a precursor to that sort of thing. And it also like showed that reality TV could be a real thing. Now, I'm not saying that Alan Funch is the grandfather of reality TV or something like that. But if this show didn't exist, I mean, this was a step along the way to that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. You could definitely see this naked lady talking to a guy on a bicycle as, as a precursor to YouTube pranks. <laughs> Where did they, they shot this in France? I uh, know. It, it's this not Wisconsin. Was, um, <laughs> there was some England, but mostly in... Um, in uh, uh, gosh, I have it written down somewhere uh, here. It's both uh, England and United States. I'm not sure about where in the United States. Now, right now, this does not look like the United States. Right. Because you could tell her... Uh, <laughs> her her book looks more accent, like a Union I mean, Jack. Oh, yeah, see, this guy has a Union Jack on, flag on his uh, truck. Oh, I say, sir, are you looking at me, Jack? And I leave this lonely place behind. I think it's gross he has to sit naked on that truck seat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> so this is like creeper stuff. So like YouTube porn will just be like, YouTube pranks will be like, whoa. And this one's like, we wrote a song to make you know, up for the terrible. fact. terrible. The songs, they're so obvious. Like, if you see, like, a picture of an apple, it's like, we're looking at an apple. <laughs> Terrible. Well, I need, I need that in a movie sometimes. Okay. It's a good thing, I guess. If, if only Money Monster, directed by Jodie Foster, had a uh, musical accomplishment that explained what was going on, I wouldn't fall asleep. What, what minute are you on? Uh, eternity. Hang on. Ten minutes and 53 seconds. Okay, thank you. There's a woman complaining about the screening. Yeah, she's an older person and she doesn't think it's okay. But is this an actor or is this really impromptu? 
the the woman complaining? Hypocrisy on sex. When all of life is hypocrisy. What is the most important part of life? Not sex. It starts there. I was in in the Cooper Union. What's more important? More important than sex? Yes. Here. It starts up here. She's pointing to dollar bills. <laughs> uh, she's pointing to her what brain. What he's doing here? It's not just. He's really trying to dive into mores and. He's oh, he really should be careful. Those mores sting. If you're going to go diving into uh, mores, you should watch out. Sorry. Sorry, Carl. I was making a pun. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a quality experiment he what he's doing here. It's not up. just like the TV show Naked. It's uh, He is doing some exploratory... Uh, there is a point to this film. Get your rocks off. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're in the street, and this woman has no skirt. She's wearing a, a nano skirt. No, thank you. He's running away. What does she ask? Would you kiss me? Would you think people should stop having? Now, some people do and some people don't, but nobody asks why. I don't know, man. I would be like, uh, "I'll kiss you," and then they'll say, "Okay, can you sign these papers? You were on on candid camera." Oh. <laughs> By the way, that's very true. Uh, that's very true. Everybody must. Uh, sign the paperwork that gives permission for them to be on. Right. Everybody you're seeing on screen, sign the paper. What's unclear from the internet is if he paid anybody. Well, that's what I, I ask. Is did. this central casting? Do they just go to central casting and say, give me some lovable old guy who we're watching right now? You're still as sexually active as you are? No. They are all dead. <laughs> yeah, which makes <laughs> don't get me started about fucking dead bodies. <laughs> no, seriously, don't get me started. Oh, that's fucking gross. That guy, man, what a cool cat. He fucking lights a cigarette and then blows it into her face, kissing it. <laughs> Back like, then, lots of smoking. Lots of smoking in this film, as you know. Will you kiss me? Would I kiss you? <laughs> barely breathe. I was thinking that, too. The gross cigarette and he's kissing her. Yeah. Could you help me? Uh, could you kiss me? Uh, kiss you? Yeah. Not right now. Not right now? No, I just got through talking to my wife. You look, Your wife? And that makes a difference. Kiss. You wouldn't kiss me. And uh, I went to the dentist. My, I'm not going to kiss you. And he also just went to the dentist. And anything you can think of. Oh, yeah. Listen, I just talked to my wife on the phone. Uh, will that make a difference? I, I just went to the dentist. Will that make a difference? Uh, I'm running out of excuses. <laughs> I'm not kissing you. What do you say to a kissing lady? I just went to the dentist. That's a great excuse. Honey, not tonight. I just went to the dentist and my teeth hurt. Yeah. Um, that actually happened in reverse the other day. 
I was like, okay, Sandy, let's go. Let's do it. And she said, no, I don't want to. I'm going to the gynecologist, and I want to keep fresh. So I said, fine. Are you going to the dentist? <laughs> We're watching a guy who knocked on the uh, ladies' room door, and the door fell down, and there was a naked lady on the phone. And, yeah, may I help you? Poor guy. Uh, all right, so we were finally, we got some, uh, the fig leaf. Hi, I'm Steve-O, and this one's called the fig leaf. Oh, ow! Oh, I see, now they we, have Michelangelo's. They're going to have a debate. David. Should we, should we use the fig leaf or not, you know? Oh, they're asking these people which one they prefer? They're going to have it in their old folks' home. Oh, I see. So they're debating. You see, you know four-year-olds come up in here. Yeah. Also, there there might be some old people named David, and they might get confused and think that's their pecker. Oh, this guy's going off. Wow. It's quite natural. So, Carl, you, you've researched this movie, so you actually yes. watched this movie. Yes. At what point did you just go, this film is fucking boring as fucking no, shit? No part. No part. It's very good. You never yeah. wish for an ending? No. Well, you're not listening to the audio. No way. Uh, there's, um, there, there's a lot of interesting stuff in this, and... And there's 22 different segments, and he goes on, uh, 21 segments. Ah, like a chromosome. It's invaluable as a a record of America in the late 60s, in my opinion. This was the first of two movies, candid camera-style theatrical films, you know. The other one was called Money Talks, and that it explored what people would do for money. And that That starred Charlie Sheen and Chris Tucker. (laughs) <laughs> I, I never saw Money Talks the Canon Camera movie it looks more odious than this one this one mm-hmm. at least has nudity what will people do for money and you'll be surprised at what they would do but uh, but this one is more interesting to me I, I, I actually I mean I, I didn't watch the other one but right. this one is much more interesting to me um, uh, because everybody has sexuality and the old people the contrast between the old people and the new people is priceless Oh, so they're doing a prank where the fig leaf is moving around. And the woman in the office can't believe it. She nearly dropped her cigarette. <laughs> well, he's alive. He's alive. It's a, the statue oh, is. These are live models? Only in one segment. I'm having some trouble with my internet connection, so I'm not sure. Okay. Is she, yeah. is she on the phone and saying, she wait is. a minute, please? She's on the phone, and her seat happens to be between these two giant statues, and one of them is alive. Yeah, one of them is alive, and then it says, excuse she goes, he, he starts talking to her, he goes, she goes, excuse me, I'm on the phone, you know, to a statue. It's <laughs> to the a naked guy's junk. That's the guy, yeah, I mean, his junk's are right out there. Now, I watched a lot of Candid Camera growing up. I'm not too proud of that. <laughs> Like specials, you know, which do you prefer? Like, uh, candy camera, fallops, bleeps, and blunders, or bloopers? I prefer candid camera because 
Alan Funt was really the hero of it. You know what I mean? He thought up everything. And, um, and he, I remember he used to give homework, and I never did it, but I always considered doing it. The TV show gave like, you homework? Yeah, like um, you go to two, um, uh, two phone booths that are side by side, and you put men and women on them. Like like the bathroom, you know, stuff like that. He would suggest at the end of his show, he'd give you homework, and I always was like, I'm going to do that. Of course, I was eight; I didn't do anything. Here's your homework. I want you to walk out of an elevator naked. How I'm feeling when I go to work at the tailor shop each day. Oh, this is like because it's not a job. I remember it's a now, labor that I love. This, this is guy, the music. I'm having trouble with my internet connection, but obviously you're at the tailor. So right. This guy will inappropriately touch women's butts as he's as he's measuring them, right. and we see how much who will tolerate it. You know. This guy actually had a mini career, very mini though. Um, <laughs> he went on to be in. Um, Rosemary's Baby huh. as an ex. Uh, he was the man at suicide scene, so he's sort of like an extra. Oh, he just picked that camel toe right out of her pants. Martin Myers is his name. And Martin Myers, he's on the list he, right now. Yeah, we're watching him getting lucky. Yeah. Oh, this is like. I worked in a store for over a year. My boss, as nice a guy. I also. What minute are you at? <laughs> this is the longest show we've ever done. Uh, hang on a sec, I'll find out. I'm at 20 minutes and 59 seconds. 21 minutes. But I don't like the fact that the Taylor song sounds like a knockoff fiddler on the roof. <laughs> it's a Jewish tradition. We'll grow up your ass. <laughs> Jews don't grow up asses. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I'll stand by that. ask you if this creates in your mind any kind of sexual image. Whoa! A banana? I see you. Right. Now, the one on the left will say, nope, nope, doesn't at all. And the one on the right okay. is like, yeah. <laughs> it's the no. same thing for every object. And the one on the left is full of it. He sees the dick. He sees balls. The guy chewing gum during this whole thing? Uh-huh. You're in a theatrically released film. You could take the fucking gum out. What are you, Ted's, Ted's wife? Get that shit out. He's not in a theatrically released film. Oh, now it's like a nut and bolt. <laughs> Does this remind you of anything? Nope. <laughs> not at all. Not at all, lady. But but Buddy Holly on the right, <laughs> definitely everything. Okay, now she's got the... Use your mic for one second. Okay. That's uh, a nut in the ball. <laughs> uh, I was, do these melons remind you of anything? What about this wiener? Yes, it reminds me of a wiener. Is she naked? Uh, well, you don't see her in the interview. Now, Mike, what do you think he, she means for them to remind? Boobs or balls? The lemons? The tiny little lemons? It's your balls, baby. Sour little monsters. <laughs> now, it's a hot dog. I don't see nothing. What? What? 
How do birds do it? Hey, how do birds do it? Do doing it, birds. How do birds do it? Whatever it's called. Alan Funt will ask everybody, and nobody knows, yes. but they uh, all have their the ideas. A human being does it. You mean face to face in bed no, or what? No, no, one. No, what do you mean by in bed? Well, you say it's the same as human beings do. Does the male mount the female? <laughs> yes. Through the feathers and everything? Yes. You seen it? <laughs> Carl, these are not human beings. These are fucking actors just make, making a show entertaining. We just picked Joe Nobody, and he talks like this? Yeah, I talk like this. <laughs> well, Mike, I am not with you in your suspicion that these are actors. Not at all. But, I mean, Carl, this is a, it's supposed to be entertainment. I would prefer if they were actors pretending to be real life. People would justify going to the movies. Well, actually, Fund had to go through, he claims... Uh-huh. Um, thousands of these kinds of little setups and stuff until he got gems. Um, there's an interview I found from him talking about this when it came out. He's like, it's psychologically fascinating. Um, <laughs> all the things I wanted to explore on television but couldn't. Nudity is only 10% of the movie. The rest deals with group pressures, manners, and morality. We learned that young audiences involved with our experiments are less shocked and upset older purpose than older participants and viewers. And college kids kept their composure. composure. Adults got panicky. What about this old man? What's he doesn't really have... It's not like a very... <laughs> By the way, he has a conflict... You know, go ask Saul or whatever it is. So I don't believe they're acting. Fun says, I don't understand our X rating. There's nothing in the picture that's erotic or dirty. Well, there's naked ladies. It's necessary for Fun to photograph hundreds of individual reactions in order to choose the most amusing or revealing. Well, then then again, it's uh, tainted information because. He's just showing the most entertaining one. So we're going to say that's what everyone looks like. No, the 100th guy looked that way. Well, he wasn't doing a dissertation for his thesis of, uh, right. you know, his math. It's entertainment. Degree. It's entertainment. <laughs> Maybe on three or four dozen different occasions. I sit in the park in the morning. The pigeon seems to be so high on the pigeon. It doesn't seem like it's anywhere near the tail. Well, I'll tell you what, I got a good gynecologist. He got me, got me out of the woods last year with an abortion. Did you hear that? I'll send you over to That's not an actor. I fucking love that. So what kind of gynecologist says abortions? Well, it was a time in which abortion wasn't legal. That was a pretty weird one. Bees. Yeah, I might know about the birds and the bees, but I don't know about them bees with them birds that fly on them trees. But you've never seen I never saw in my life. Well, you have children. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't know what they I never asked them that. No, but they usually ask the fathers. Well they never asked me that yet. But if they do, suppose if they you... do if they do, I just won't give up. All right, I'm gonna tell you who I am. Do you know me by that chance? You know who you are? Who? On that, on that TV Candid thing. Candid camera. Candid camera. <laughs> God, <laughs> I, 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 I just thought you were this white, old oh, Jewish guy. Goodbye. 
What do we know about a premature baby? Oh, yeah, he's asking kids questions about sex. He's saying, how far can we go? Prevent birth. Uh, well, if you're going to become pregnant before the first signs of pregnancy come, you have to take pills. Right. How old are you? Nine. Nine and a half. Is it good? God, that poor kid's going to have a heart attack at the age of nine. Okay, so this segment is about... The poker game? Will... Okay, if you're in a room with four other people... Right. And, you know, you're not in on it, are you just going to do what everyone else does? Now, this is like a job interview sort of thing. So these people are competing for a job with this guy. He believes. Will he just blindly do what they do? Look at him, man. <laughs> Well, we should we should dress up this while we're watching. This job interview consists of a low coffee table, four uh, dinner ta- chairs around it. Uh, it looks like a poker cloth is draped over it with the at, beer. Least, at least four ashtrays. And then the beers, right? Those are beers? Yeah, there's a there's butts in the other room. There's butts, beers, and it looks like a nice... Okay, thing. so everyone took off their jackets, so he did. Now everyone's taking off their shirt. So this sheep. Oh, this guy's sheep will wake up. Oh, so here's another guy. He's doing it too. (laughs) Oh, boy. Nobody goes, what are you guys doing? Like, they're just too embarrassed to not be. He's just like, well, everyone else in the room is taking their shirt off. I'll take their shirt off. Right. No, they're taking their pants off. We take off our pants. Pants off. Pants off. What, what what time are we in on this movie? 29 minutes, yeah, exactly. You get to watch men take their pants off. Look at that boxer, man. You know, he doesn't have it on accurate because the this, this slit is too wide. Now, this guy I admire. This guy I respect. Yeah, he was, in, he was Aquaman. He looks like Aquamariner. Oh, he's keeping his shirt on. Yeah. His own end. These guys are getting naked. What I don't respect is he doesn't. What's that? They're all getting naked, and the song is. It's like his own dependence keeps his clothes on. He won't touch the other man. That's his decision. (laughs) The music is horrible, man. Now, this music is written by a guy named Steve Harmon. And he was mostly the performer of it, too. Now, Steve Carmen was a jingle writer for commercials back in the day here. And you would know him for Budweiser. When you said Bud, you said it no all. Kidding. When you said Bud, you said it all. You know that song, right? Do I ever? That's my tattoo. <laughs> okay, so I found out doing research for this movie that that's a slightly altered song called When You Say Love. That was recorded by Sonny and Cher. Also, this guy named Eddie Arnold. So it's like, when you said love, you said ba 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 ba. He just changed it a little and said, when you said bud, you've said it all. Oh wow, that's interesting. So do you think when that came out, people what? Who is a prostitute? Army well, all, Carl. Uh, now you should listen to this right. lady. This lady is very honest. Very honest. But I met a lady. In the Midwest, not so long ago, right. charged me, and I charged it on my account. Look at the great snow outside. 
they're at an indoor pool and there's like complete snow outside the windows. Oh, this guy's a juvenile delinquent, this guy in the test audience. Yeah. I didn't yeah, come I here for no movie learning. <laughs> That's right. Well, you don't like book learning, maybe you'll like a movie learning. Nah, I don't well, like what's no the difference learning. then? Is there a, a technical distinction? I don't charge. You don't charge? No. I enjoy sex. And if I have to get paid for enjoying sex, then I don't want it. I do. Now, you get a lot ass, of guys that you see are uptight because they're afraid. Well, that, that makes sense. They're not getting it to home. That's why they're going out. I've taken a survey. Um, see, I had two marriages go on the rocks. So yeah, I, I guess this generation can appreciate classify no ads, guys. personal ads. First thing I, well, not the first thing, Which but... They didn't have Craigslist. They had... Well, yeah, newspapers. Right. You would go well, get the right. weekly and you would put it in an ad. So I'm taking a survey so that when I get married again, I'm going to know how in the hell to keep them home. When you say they're not getting it at home, is it that they're not getting satisfied? So he put in a classified ad and she responded and they're having the conversation. Right, and he, she's now saying that the people who respond who are married, they're not getting at home. At home. So um, I played this clip for Sandy and Your then wife. I got to do it! She said, wait a minute, Carl, I can't let you go out to the Midwest. You, and you're not going to stray, are you? Well, I don't know, baby. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, not getting, getting it at home. home. Yeah, I hate when I'm not getting any at home. We're talking about sex, right? <laughs> oh, no, I, I was I meant meatloaf. Oh, yeah. Or the morning paper, huh? I'm sick of getting the afternoon paper. I already know what's going on. I read about it in the Extra. early afternoon paper. The Metro release. Yeah. Put it up. She talks about getting sexually excited by getting beaten. A lot of men. Are worried about the size of their penis. Not in a real life right. way, in, Is that in a, a big deal. Play sex way. Well, let's put it this way: I like a big one. I mean, I'm complete. It is not necessarily the size of it; it's the way they use it, really. No, but I'm getting to the size of it. I think there's a hell of a lot of people, men, who are worried about how they'll score, how they'll make out with a girl, because they don't think they're big enough. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've had. Hey, uh, masters. She's being honest about. Yeah. Well, she appreciates kinda, size. Give them a little thrill. I say, oh, my God, you're the biggest I've ever been with, you know. Yeah. Make them really feel like something. Then they come yeah. off the bat and you think, what the hell did I tell them that for? See, I'm the kind of person that I like them a He's no masters of sex, Alan Funt. Well, he plays dumb all the time, just trying to get people to talk. He says whatever people he thinks people want to hear in order for them to, to open up. I'll say. Beat you with what? The Belt. Fist? Belt. Yeah. Any special place? On the bag. Just wham. That's yeah, it. Yeah, just beat me. Sounds crazy, I know, but that's just... Do you beat him back? No. No. I didn't like that. Do you cry? No, I just got excited. Can I watch? Can I watch? Can we... <laughs> she so... signed the paper that said, yes, you can air this. Oh, yeah, well, they're just talking. I mean, she's just... He hired somebody to talk about this. I've ever heard in my life. And she was really... I mean... He's saying this is the best you thing you've No, you couldn't get on it. Because she was so honest. He's got a total wedding ring, too, that guy. <laughs> you know, that guy, that lady you just showed on screen, I like to fuck her. Really? You got a wedding ring? Oh. <laughs> no! Oh. Okay, so... Where people on the can find it... 
there's like if it was like a window, nobody would look, but it's a keyhole, so People. everybody's looking. So we're looking at a glass storefront that's papered up, and then one of the middle paper has a keyhole cut out of it with an outline, and when they look into it, it's a young lady wearing underwear on the phone. Right. Susanna Clem. You could totally see her Clem. Susanna's Clem? You could totally see Carl. her Clem. While everyone's looking. And the camera is also on the inside, too. Now, she went on to be in Dress to Kill uh, by Brian De Palma, the, the Michael Caine, Angie Dickinson yeah, movie. Sure. And a- she was just like... A mysterious blonde woman. I don't know. She's just like a bit player. All the people who go on to do anything are bit players in movies. Well, you need a professional woman to walk outside in the middle of the street in her (laughs) underwear. Oh, uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Except for one person. I'll show you when it's his turn. See, he goes on to do something big. Oh, it's Tom Hanks. But everybody else is bit parts. That naked guy is Tom Hanks, is what you're saying. (laughs) She's just walking around and, uh, well, she has glasses on. See, that's the thing. So in San Francisco, there are a lot of naked men that walk around, and it's accepted. However, the issue is when you wear a cock ring, are you now naked or are you actually fetishized? Dressed. You're fetishized. Yeah. So there's one thing for her to walk around in her underwear, but to have sunglasses. Uh, Back to the keyhole. What's the point of the keyhole when this woman's outside in her underwear? This guy can't wait to go back. Well, yeah, he wants to show you how this guy pretended, you know, sort of like... Oh, boy. Casting couch. Okay, now, this segment is about... People are go to Alan Funt and go, how the hell do you get somebody to be naked in a movie? I mean, how do you, you know, in that time of like, oh, that's inappropriate... So naked uh, on on set or naked in the movie house? Okay. In order to get someone to be naked in a movie, there has to be like an interview in which you say, will you be naked? And they say yes. And they say, okay, will you show me your naked body, please? And they say yes. Well, we know that's true nowadays, but back then they were like, how can a woman do that? So Alan Funt is just trying to get a woman to consent to show how easy it is, sort of. And we paid good money to send the movie house to watch this. No, we did not. <laughs> no, I want my money back, Carl. I'm going to go right over to... The... <laughs> Hello, YouTube. Look, I didn't pay a dime, but I just want my money back. Two ninety nine. Yeah, give me two ninety nine. I sat through this piece of shit. YouTube Red. Man. Bottom, top, back, everything. <laughs> Have you got a good figure? Yeah. I have have you got pictures? Yes, I do. <laughs> the picture is. Give me $100, you fucking creep. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, you're having a hard time with this. I, I, I think am. this is fascinating stuff. Uh, Creepers the, delight. The fact that back then they thought it was so taboo, and now we're seeing how easy it is. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. It, it reveals about the time. The time. They were pretty laid back. I, I don't know if you know this, Carl, but when this film came out, it was rated G. It was rated X. <laughs> it was rated G. Yeah. What do you say to a naked lady? Mama, mama, breastfeed me. It's for kids. It's, that's a topless lady. That was a different film. 
Okay, so as you know, this rating was X-rated. So the distributors, oftentimes, not not always, but when they were redistributing it, mm-hmm. they paired it with Last Tango in Paris and did it like midnight showings and stuff. And the thing is, at the height of the sexual revolution, this film we're watching right now was a financial success. I couldn't find numbers except for the claims, but it was a financial success. Wow, I can't believe, like... I guess that's a double feature I would watch. Well, Last Angle in Paris, we know that there was something really terrible in it. Well, you know, Um, well, recently uh, the actress and the director have kind of admitted that they basically assaulted her to get a reaction uh, on screen. So, yeah. And the uh, thing is, I'm glad that I did not know that before I saw that film. I would have had a very different opinion of that. Film oh, I don't think I, Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to watch that movie again if that's what you're trying to right. ask me. Like, yeah. I have seen it. It's just whatever. I, I didn't really care for it, to be honest with you, but it's unfortunate to hear. But, you know, in this crazy. So, what minute are, are you at? Did, did he reveal that there's a camera? It's <laughs> a magic thing. Now, you. You would have normally gone next to yeah, 40 door, We're 40 off, minutes and, and 22 look, seconds. And I would have said, okay, okay. or not, and that's it. <laughs> hey, listen, I want you to take your clothes off. You're gross. You're a gross old man. Aren't you, Alan Fun? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, and you're on candid camera. We were just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> now, Fun went on to do a series of on the Playboy channel called Candid Candid Camera, really? in which he did more stuff like this. Um, and he did more Candid Candid Camera, also for the Playboy channel. And HBO Candid, Candid. didn't use Alan Funt, but they tried to do the same thing. This was mid-1980s, these, uh, these, you know, these Playboy channels. I don't channel understand things. why Alan Funt, if he had a show on the Playboy network, he wouldn't want to rhyme his name and call the show Alan, Alan Funt's... Funt. <laughs> right, right now they're saying, in this athletic program, you have to give up sex. And some people are like, okay, and the others are like, I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah. They're all like, coach, you hypocrite. We just fucked. <laughs> I don't like that joke. Oh, here we go. We're back to a bunch of old, old people. people. God, so many old people in this movie. I feel like I'm at a family reunion. And then we have a plan to get Those three really had a giant debate. About whether or not to go to an X-rated movie? Is that the prank? Oh, here they are. They look like my relatives. <laughs> it's about seeing X-rated movies. Is it okay? Is it not? Carl, when you researched this movie, how many minutes into this film you ejaculated? <laughs> <laughs> it was premature. Oh, I saw the poster with a naked lady. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Leo the Lion oh, opened oh. his mouth and you went, ah! Oh, I gotta change my underwear. Roar! Look at that mouth. Ugh. Do you think like Leo the Lion will flate you, and you get off on that? Look at her with the horn rimmed glasses, and she's great. So her hair is pure white. She's got the dark uh, horn rimmed glasses. She's got a beef. Wow! 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 Find out where's the difference between the politics and the sex. You're not going through the Cinderella era. You're not going through the, the, the they lived ha- happily ever after life. This is real. This is life. <laughs> <laughs> what she's saying is, 
it's refreshing to see pornography because it's not the fakey fake of uh, black and white films of, you know. Oh, yeah. You're seeing the... Okay, so in, re- in researching this film, I bumped into Tim Allen. Okay. In, in 1988, he did a thing called What Do You Say to a Naked Lady? It was a video version of the annual Nudes a Poppin' beauty pageant held at the Ponderosa Sun Club in Indiana. And it focused mainly on uh, female contestants, uh, not your typical nudists, but dancers from strip clubs. And and there was, uh, like, prizes like best breasts, best legs, best buttocks. So Tim Allen, in all his glory before his TV sitcom, uh, hosted What Do You Say to a Naked Lady Naked Beauty Pageant. Huh. And I, I also, heard I heard they canceled the pageant because he's too conservative. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, also, in bumping into his version of What Do You Say to a Naked Lady, I found out he wrote a book called Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. So, I don't know if Tim Allen knew about this film, and I don't know why that title got chosen, but... Another interesting thing I found out is, you know, this came out in 71, and there was also an Odd Couple episode in 71 titled, What Does a Naked Lady Say to You? And it was clearly because this film That's was clearly, in the theater yeah, at yeah, the time. Clearly, yeah, yeah, it has to be. And also, I don't How think... does Oscar tell Felix that his new girlfriend is in a nude play? That his new girlfriend is in a nude play. Classic. I don't know, <laughs> Classic. Did they use that? Did they ever use the storyline? Anyway, they should. You know what they should really do? They should remake Odd Couple and then remake those episodes. What are we watching? Watching a little girl in the mirror? Yeah, you're watching lots of people in the mirror, and no, and and it doesn't really have anything to do with sex. But nobody, they don't know somebody's watching them. What will they do in a mirror? Oh my god, then next they're going to put the bathroom in the toilet just to see how people pee. Unbeknownst to them, we recorded how ordinary people urinate in a bathroom. This is creeper core, dude. This is so hardcore creeper. This is what guys do. They, they videotape people. Uh, they put cameras up in the bathroom. Well, I'm watching a guy, unbeknownst to him, being recorded. You know this mirror face. Would you tell me when you're at 4626? I will tell you. I'm at 4626. Yes, we tried to kill each other. 4626, let me have it. 4626 is it now. It's coming up. Oh my god, this guy. A painting of a nude male figure Boom. doesn't shock the average Thanks. lady these days. All right, here we go. Okay, Mil now Junk. with a model who's minutes posing in. This guy hangs dong, man. But this the guy moment really the model dong. comes to life, this guy's he hanging places out. a lady in a situation... I hate sitting on a stool like that because your junk gets stuck on it. So this doesn't bother you too much. No. No. So he pretends to like he's got to take a call or something yeah, like that. I got to take a leak. 
does it bother you there's a predator, naked predator right behind you? No? Gotta go. And we watch to see which, you know, does a woman take a peek or not? He asks every single woman, should I cover up? And every single woman says, no, no, no. Yeah. No need to bother. See, she's she's going to leave because it's just uncomfortable. It is. That's probably makes more, more Oh, sense. no, I'm wrong. There's she a different lady. <laughs> so, she's going to make small talk. How's it hanging? <laughs> What's up? See, she takes a good look. <laughs> he's go. like, yeah, look. <laughs> this guy's name is Norman Manzone. Yeah, I like and he Manzone. goes on to do nothing. Manzone. He just went bare naked. Okay, this is the woman who's like, "I'm leaving." I love the art; it's so tacky. <laughs> the painting. Alan Funge is really quite good. It's finished. Oh, she's leaving. She's gonna wiggle it just a little bit and get out of there. Would you like me to cover up? Suit yourself. No, sir. She gets I mean, her handbag. Are you smoking here? See, it's always the older... Now, here's a young one. She's, yeah. just, she's like, look it. She don't mind at all. I don't think this woman really appreciates it. Oh. Comfortable? No. I'm comfortable. Good. Are you? Good. Good. You're comfortable? Yeah. And we're both happy. Okay. <laughs> she will not look around. She's not turning around. Did you say all. when he's coming back? No. In a minute. Oh, we have time. Would you like me to come back? It doesn't make any difference to me. So to pull this stunt, he had to get twenty women. And do at the end, thing. Alan Funt will spend time speaking with one of them. So I think he probably did with everyone, and we'll just get the best reaction yeah. one. This guy's sitting closer. This doesn't embarrass you. No. It's all harassment, uh, Carl. Would you go back in to leave a woman alone with a naked man? Put on your robe, Norman. And go out for a little minute. I want to ask one... Come on, Norman. We want to talk about you behind your back. Yeah, I'll say Yeah, I'm done with you, model. Robe it up. Out of here. He did the classic 70s tan, man. Well, I mean, if he was like that, I was looking at his face. I didn't care whether he wanted to walk around like that or Nobody not. Nobody asked yeah, you sure. whether he wanted to cover up. I said, it's entirely up to him. I wouldn't care. Believe me, there's no criticism of you. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just curious. This is very interesting. Yeah. It's extremely interesting. Is it why? Did you expect that your behavior would be just about this way? Does it surprise you that you were so cool about Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess so. I mean, if I told you... I expected to be more... Can we talk about his pecker? Most comics, <laughs> they just tell dick jokes on the stage, and that's it. The set's over. Not this guy. Absolutely. He's got to show a dick, and then he's got to talk to the audience and remember about it. My reaction? Yeah. Is what, I, is what you mean to say is... What do you, you think? You told me this before. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, I wouldn't have... I probably said I would have left. I would have walked right out. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would have said to you. Yeah. But let me put it this way, with the movies as they are now and everything that it is now, I did. Anything goes. Well, yeah, I mean, this is... Uh... You and I are like in the movies movie. right now. My name is Alan. <gasps> now he's going to reveal that it's <gasps> candid camera. Oh but can't they get arrested for that? <laughs> 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 
Thanks to Candid Camera. <laughs> Candid Camera. Here's your homework. Found Candid. one out. This is a movie. This is not going to be on television. No television. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I don't believe. Yeah, that's an amazing thing is that people recognize Alan Funt, the host of Candid Camera. Right. You know, and some they would have footage of people rec- immediately recognizing him. But he also has an everyman look about him, you know? Yeah. So they're, like, not sure. I hope I had my skirt down. <laughs> she did. No, I don't believe it. I wouldn't have this part in it. Because now, she don't like it. The old people don't like it. It's black and white footage of the test audience watching the movie that we're trying to watch. It's so fucking annoying, Carl. It just stops the movie cold. It's like... I can't make up my own mind as an audience member. I have to watch him play footage of an audience member reacting to his film. It's the focus group. Oh, give me a fucking break. I, I mean, can I make my own mind? Oh. It's a... Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You didn't put him there to play the rosary. Why wouldn't a woman say, yes, I'll feel much more comfortable? Yeah, the money one doesn't sound as fun as this. Look at these, like, see her, like, rain hat and everyone's glasses. You see the one in the front with those totally black glasses? She's got no teeth. I mean, this is a snapshot. You know what I mean? It's like a cross-section of... Old ladies. He just must have went to a shuffleboard. I mean, we we can't see color. It looks like a Holstein cow, what she's wearing. When are we going to see the shuffleboard movie? We were promised a shuffleboard movie. <laughs> you see how this guy, he's wearing a jacket. He's not at his job. Just out regular Joe on the street. He's wearing a jacket, a suit, and a tie. Right. It isn't a suit, but... you do if you were in the room? You are so meow. You don't like the way he dresses? Let's do fashion police. I don't mind how he dresses. I'm just saying that... It's the times, you know. Yeah, you wouldn't well, see that unless somebody was at a job interview. Right. No, no, well, it's more acceptable to wear T-shirts and such. Shorts. In my kids' schools, they wear shorts, T-shirts, and it's fine. I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I have my opinions, Mr. Funt. Who are you calling a Okay, fun? now, this lady... Is going to rate the words. Are they dirty or clean? So he has a bunch of words on a blackboard. Clean. clean. Twerk. Twerk. Twerk is clean. Is clean. Yeah. <laughs> There's no W over whorehound, but she says that's not okay. Yeah, no, man. I got to tell you, that dog of yours is a fucking whore, Carl. It's a whorehound. Seer sucker. You know, that's a suit, right? right. Seer sucker. She says dirty because of dirty. sucker. Yeah, because seek is a word for semen. Spasm is clean. Homogeneous is clean. Spasm. Matriculate. She doesn't know what it means. Fuji. Right now he's talking. If two college kids said they were going to matriculate, no, that's Hey, buddy, let's go and matriculate. (laughs) (laughs) Carl, Carl, remember that time? Oh, don't say it on the air. You know, we were just hanging out. This is bad. Thoughts about rape, it says. Oh, boy. Yeah. Carl, Jesus. The way you read about in books from the library. 
I don't recommend this anymore. Yeah. Now listen, this woman, her name is Kari Daniels. She's and the credits the of the film credit her as girl who was not raped. So she she fended off fended him off. Well there's a, a classic cat caller. <laughs> well, I don't really like the dress of this. She went on to do uh, called Tortured Dungeons, Lady Agatha, and it was in medieval, medieval England, and a sadistic duke plots to kill off the heirs to the throne of England so he'll claim the crown. That was her big movie. There she is, not getting raped. Because they're filming it. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Carl, okay, now, witness? here oh, we, we see go. a black man and a white woman, young people, kissing, 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 kissing. And Alan Funt pretends to be the salesperson for the boss. So after they leave, he uh, says, is that okay with you? Now, this guy, his name is Richard Roundtree. This oh, is, is that Richard Roundtree? This is his film debut, and he goes on yes. to be Shaq. Yes, I know Mr. Roundtree. Yes. Fucking, that's amazing. That was Richard Roundtree we just saw? That's right. Wow. And that's his first movie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's saying, we see them all over New Jersey, just black and white together. It's no, not okay. We don't, we don't approve of them. But what are you going to do about it? Carl, why don't you introduce this, me to your parents? This one, she doesn't mind. She likes it. Then she goes, not for me personally, but... But you to prove they're going on. Yes. <laughs> Wait, are we done with the rape? There was a rape song done old timey. Yep. Well, I mean, it's over now. It won't, won't come back. But yeah, but those, there absolutely but those is. scenes, those scenes were including one guy sitting at a bar on the bar telephone, very classic pose, and this woman uh, waitress goes up and gets a glass, but she's not wearing any pants, so her yeah. ass is in front of him. And this song is like, wouldn't you like to rape them? Is that the what we saw? They, it was a different time. They didn't. They were very in. Uh, the last, I don't know what the to last say. segment of that song was a man. People didn't know it wasn't cool store. to drive drunk. I mean, it was a different time, None you know. The, the last scene was that a guy looked up the dress of a life-size girl doll, and it winds up being an actual girl who bops him on the head. All right, just saying. Just brought that up. Mm-hmm. This is a movie riffing show. I'll riff on that. <laughs> <laughs> now you can riff the, the word shaft. What do they mean by shaft? Shaft. I have an idea. Mostly foreigners. Later on that night, that girl got the shaft. Can you like that. Do-do. Do-do. If that's what he wants, yeah. I think everybody should be satisfied. <laughs> they might have a better time than you. You mean to say that a white girl and a black boy making love in a public place like this doesn't upset you at well, all? Well, making love part, I don't know, but uh, like that they know each other, that don't bother me. Now, this is the bag, and you want me to take it but there? But it doesn't... Yeah. Oh, he's so Alan Fun's pretending to be a salesman? He pretends to be the, the guy who sells tickets at the bus depot. Oh, but he's really asking questions about, can you believe what those kids are kissing yeah. right in front of us? Right. That doesn't bother you. 
Come on, I'm filming something here. Tell me it bothers you. I just came to get it. I want to use your stapler. They got a stapler on it, and the stapler Yeah, is that high. swing line? It's very need, prominent. I can't tell you how many times you need a stapler when buying bus tickets. Really? These are college kids. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> and this is about um, no boys in the dorm. And we're just going to hear how she doesn't mind. Uh, boys are not having boys. If, you know, the roommate has uh, the boyfriend over. He's very nice, and he's nice to me. And, and like, like, okay, take last night on our wing. There were... There was one boy who spent the night. I mean, I'm not going to use it. Oh, hey, guys, it's me, Mike, the RA. I heard that a one boy spent the night. Just not, no problem. Just came walking by. Everything's cool, right? You know boys aren't allowed here. Okay, all right. It's just me, Mike, the RA. I feel left out or lonely when, when he's there. Alan Funt's not in this segment. It's uh, Peter Funt. He's two years old. This is probably his kid's. Look at the hairstyle of the one on the left. It's so 70s. Just droopy. Yeah, oh, it's cool. She's got her vest on, you know. Yeah, no, this is some good fashion. No, uh, sex is not something to hide or to be ashamed or be afraid of. It's perfectly all right if, if she wants to stay with her boyfriend and she can stay in the other bed. And it's perfectly okay. Do you approve? Yes, I approve of it. If they like it that way... Uh oh, another scene with a camera. Okay, well, this one is a pretend um, audition. And what it is is you're being like mind controlled by the science fiction creep, and he's making you have an orgasm. And roll them! They're just seeing how women fake. It isn't really faking an orgasm because they're not really doing it. They know they're at an audition and right. there's a camera, but it's Alan Funt's chance to Have let's a, see these women get crazy. Yeah. And that's perfectly acceptable audition material. She's right now intensely learning the uh, setup for, the, for her to rise around. You can see her in the back of her mind. Please don't make me fake an orgasm. Please don't make this. <laughs> okay, you're on top of it. You mountain. will resist, but but it's no use. You're going to fall, succumb, and fall prey. This is the sleaziest thing I heard. Stoppage of the sensation. That's right. And when I... All this for it to be on Lassie? That's right. This <laughs> <laughs> so is for Lassie. Now I'm fake orgasm. Lassie comes home. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you play home. And action. Let's look at the big oh, Mickey Mouse I, camera. I, I, I Thirty-five millimeter. Well, I've noticed, like with that delightful rape scene we watched, the camera in the shot represents, like, I don't know, some weird detached voyeur. Like Candid Camera, what we're watching is a edited shot of people unawares, apparently. But we're watching like we've been hiding behind the bushes the whole time. Oh, by the way, this 
they're aerosol. representing the mind control thing with an aerosol can. I know, it's gross. He's had to stop spraying it. Those cans can spray a lot at once. Now, she does a different take. She doesn't, like, freak out. She's like, oh, it's sensual. Shit, listen to that act. Really got to go. ah, no. Oh, this is a fine act. Don't make me feel sexual. I think these women know what's going on. This is all set up from the beginning, Carl. I don't buy a, one minute of this film. <laughs> I think she's starting to reach it, maybe. I am. Her boobs are very perky. I'm buying that. <laughs> I do not understand, if I must say so. There are all these women that were striving and... Oh. <laughs> This is actually my mother-in-law. This is really good. Like, if you could watch this movie and do kegels, so like you're watching a sexy scene, and you're like, "I'm gonna lose it," and then they cut to the test screening audience. You're like, "Ah, baseball, baseball, baseball." <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're just about to lose excitement, just think of this test audience. Well, actually, don't. Now, why think are they all in their jackets? You see that? I know it's insane. I think it's because he went down to the this Peter Boyle. In, in the that entire, is Peter Boyle. It, it seemed as though it had some acting in it. Was the woman in red who was supposed to be reaching? Well, she was gorgeous. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was a fan of the yeah. woman. Uh, in she red. was gorgeous. He she, loved was, her. she was. She was great. I'm gonna definitely jerk off about her tonight. The marriage didn't work. So we learn how sexually promiscuous this one is. And she's what, sixteen years old? Something like that. Uh, I am doing a documentary. He was real creepy. He said he was doing a documentary with his son. Oh, that sounds disgusting. Look how she's wearing a cape, by the way. Well, she's got long, long hair, too. Not unnatural. It's not very stylized. Well, whatever. It's cascading down her shoulders. <laughs> yeah. so I can't see the cape. This, this guy's all gone. This guy, you know, he's very successful sexually. At least he's saying he is. Check out his resume. Oh, these are like, oh, they're shaggy. I fucked a dog in a van. His name is Scooby. Does that count? Good one. This guy. Scooby's a guy. Scooby's a guy. Roughly. Guess. How many times have you done it roughly? <laughs> By the way, Every time he says sex, he goes bawling. She's never done it, by the way. She's never been bawling? Listen, I'm as old as twice your grandfathers. Have you ever been bawling? You're a ball. To ball is a verb. You girls ball? You girls like to ball? Do you mean bowling, mister? Uh, I'll see what she has to say. She's really promiscuous, this one. And did you IMDB her? What's she been doing? No, there is no information. These are not actors. Oh, They're just um, the actor, actresses, and actors. They're like the people who appeared naked, or the people who played a part, like kissing in the bus depot. Right. These other people are just regular, you know, Joe Sixpacks. Look at her cape, man. What a different time it was. 
Are you, are you he telling me? Afro. Are you telling me my cape and afro is out of style? Mm-hmm. Unless you're a superhero. Uh, I am. Uh, or Snoop Dogg. <laughs> so, yeah, he is. He's talking about that resume, I guess. Yeah. She was older, but, you know, I didn't mind. <laughs> did, did, was it a worthwhile experience? Did it scare the hell out of you? No, not at all. Her name was Mrs. Alan Funtz. Wait a minute, this interview's oh, over. Oh, my... I was at blah, 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 your address, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what? I saw the videotape. That's right, smile. This is ending on the cutting room floor. Look at this suit. It's all pinstriped. Yeah, it's a good suit. Can you, you wear the same pin- here. Are you allowed to wear the same pinstripe suit twice in a row? Gee, I bet you this guy uh, gets successful. This guy is like... Is that a weed? Is he smoking a yeah, joint there? Like a roach camp, in his hand? Camp Collarberg up in Stony Point, New York. Right. And I, was, I got really drunk. And so this chick, Jenny, came up to me and said, Gee, you know, she flung it like it wasn't. I didn't fling, fling myself on her. She flung herself on me. So we had a good time. We fucked and we had a good time. Were you scared? Yeah. Hey, it's hard for me. Jenny's my sister, Carl. It's hard for me to listen to this. I understand. I know that was uh, 47 years ago. Oh, you but... didn't wait? No. This in one gets school, offended. What's the percentage of girls? That's Todd Kroll right there. In your opinion. That's. <laughs> yeah, no, this guy, his hair is just as long, and uh, but I think he put some style on it. It covers his eyes. He uses like Clairol products or something. For his sideburns, no less. His sideburns. That are... looks like the other girl, but it's not her. Oh, it's not the uh, the sexy, the promiscuous one. Uh, that's the promiscuous one. No, that's the virgin who's getting offended. I'm pretending. I don't know. With my pretend big eyes. There's nothing to be scared of. Have you learned? Learn, are you pretty good at it now? Look at Alan Funt's fake mustache. See that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he so takes it off. He's like, I'm Alan Funt. Uh, amount of activity is going to I think he's got a wig on, too, because you know he's bald. No, he he has the camera in the shot. Wow, that sounded like... What's funny is it's a fake camera. Right. Because the real one is hidden. What's the point if... He, if you got a camera. What I've noticed in these movies is that they, uh, uh, when they have a camera in the shot, something really bad, they're talking about some frank sexuality or it's, you know, during the rape montage we just watched. Could, when I saw this film, I, when that scene came up, I was like, I know Mike will not be able to get past this scene. Well, I, just, I mean, that seems like 12 minutes ago or something. No. You're not. It's just that that's enough. That ruins the whole thing. You know, flush it down the toilet. I wish them the best of luck. <laughs> There's some kind of like uh, police activity going on, but I could hear the siren and the policeman. But it's like coming from oh. inside the building. Anyway, you know, like unless you really dig someone, you can't really get into it. Yeah. I mean, for a chick, it's a lot harder to get into it. Yeah. You know, and so like unless you really dig somebody, you really love them. And you think this might be a better way than your mother because she was a virgin? Yeah. He's this me. one is a virgin, but not 
she doesn't get offended or anything. She's just an innocent. Look at her face, too. You can tell she's just innocent. Like, she don't know. Yeah. She looks, she looks so young. How, how old is she? 18, 19? How young is this one? 18, 19 is what you're saying? She's got doe eyes. Innocent, innocent eyes. She doesn't have a wrinkle. You cut to this wrinkly lady. (laughs) This is, I'm the same lady. Candid camera has turned me old and wrinkly. Did you see me? She's wearing that hat in case there's a leak or something. Why would she wear a ring hat? It matches her uh, her outfit. She's got a black, checkered uh, dress, black and white horn rim glasses, and a white cap. Her dress looks like the floor of a diner. <laughs> Why? Because there's French fries on the <laughs> No, because it's just like... Uh, no. Yeah. She's going, Here's my opinion, opinion, opinion. Well, you yeah, just heard a, a... Well, you just heard a woman give her opinion about her sexuality. What's your opinion? Oh, my opinion. What do you think about her opinion? you Oh man, Carl! I don't think I could be able to sit through this movie. I've never seen well, a movie where the test audience stops the movie to tell it what it thinks. But when you do, you get a snapshot into the day, the nineteen seventy. You know, you get a, you get a. Okay, well, I don't well, know. well, all right. Well, I could argue I that I could watch those offensive guys on YouTube who. Uh, do pranks where they touch women's boobs and say, well, that's just a, a snapshot of 2017. <laughs> okay, look at that. Hey, yeah, wow. That's so look at Oscar the Grouch's Yeah, this camp. is like, this is what that's, I think of in New York. It's this. Yeah. Yeah. And you get so it's jealous. so old school. Young man on Today you would see plastic garbage cans. Now, this is village. Yeah. They go into the basement and the village the hipster place. of the people in the East Village. The girl he's talking to is going to ask him a few routine questions and then a very difficult one. Oh, it's Listen. young Quentin Tarantino. How many girls have you lived with in the last couple of years? She's got body painting on her back. And it looks like a tattoo, like a, a motorcycle. So he, she asks, like, question one, question two, question three. And then she goes, like, Will you, would you sleep with me? And he goes, finally... <laughs> well, it's very, it's very surprising his answer, actually. All right, I'll go ahead and play it. He says, "Well, usually uh, a girl doesn't ask if they sleep until the question number four. <laughs> this is the seventies. He's trying. He's going to say no because he can't get it hard the right now. The thing is, it's just you know, pretty silly asking these questions. Um, I'd like to knock off for a while. Check him out. Check him out. No, see, I, 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 you know, like I don't, I don't know what's really, you know, like I don't really know what's happening. I'm assuming. Hmm? I don't really know exactly what's happening. She's harassing you. You want the role? You, you sleep know, like, with okay, her. Look at yeah. I have some questions that I'm supposed to ask you, and they get pretty silly. Like, can there be too much sex? No, no, uh, no, no. Right, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like, God, this hippie pad is. Let, let's this... listen, because he's no. going to reveal something. <sighs> Why not? Uh, well, like I'm queer, but I, I dig <laughs> chicks, but I only dig chicks, you know, in like, like they when picked I'm the wrong them, guy, you know, right? If they wanted to react, and I really dig them. Like she split to, to California, and you know, Alan's fun had like 15 guys down there. This is the one he picked. 
Yeah, this like, is on purpose. He's interesting like, one. We want we want to have a queer perspective in this movie. So why do we have a queer uh, get uh, naked lady goes up to a queer? You ready to sound? <laughs> ready. This is great stuff. Write this That's down. That's great. Write this down. Here's the premise. You got the clipboard. That pencil's not sharp. Give me that pencil. That pencil's not sharp. I mean, he does not. Like, that sort of thing. You don't like. It's not like he's having two men kissing in the bus uh, depot. But like, like I, I have to sort of know somebody. I mean, you know, like I'm, I'm not. Anyway, that's what I would say. Oh, I, I would have sex with you, but I'm gay. <laughs> That's just uh, what you say to get out of. Yeah. Oh, Carl, hey, speaking, you know, I would have sex with you if I'm straight. I would have sex with you, but I'm on the other end of a phone. <laughs> we get phone sex. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> uh, this guy. I was like, to Sandy, I was like, I want to have sex. I want to have sex. She's like, I'm tired. I'm tired. Then I was at the grocery and I was like, I want to sex you. I want to sex you. My fingers are tired. I'm. I don't like it as much as you. You're very creative in your sexting. First thing I first thing is to say when you're text, sexting is like, what is the four digits, last four digits of your social security number? <laughs> for just for purposes. Of- yeah. Okay. It sounds like it's you. I'm not wearing any clothes. Uh, speaking of which. <laughs> I got a naked lady. Hello, welcome to what Naked Lady 101. <laughs> I am Professor Naked Lady. Answer. What do you know of the erogenous zones? Can you give me a definition of Erogenous zones? zones is what she's after. I don't even know what that is. Where is that? Really? Erogenous zones. You know what it is. Yeah, from like the 70s. Behind the earlobe. <laughs> The inside of your palm. Now the young college kids don't have a problem with this, but then she sits in front of an old lady. Yes, that is more personalized place, a natural physiological. Everyone is texting right now. It's insane. <laughs> Okay. Oh, here's old ladies, elderly ladies. <laughs> and they just like laugh at her, you know. They just Carl. They're not old ladies. I mean, they're they're in their thirties and forties, right? They're not like in their sixties. No, they're. You're right. You're right. They're yeah. mothers. They're yeah. they're not old ladies. They're. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say 30s. I would say 40s. 40s, okay. So well, okay. They're in their 40s and some naked 20-year-old is walking around. What it means to you, if you By the way, they do get it together and speak with her seriously about what are erogenous zones. Then the uh, naked uh, teacher says to him, you think that's funny? Listen to this. I walked into a bar, and the bartender said, what will it will be? And I said, Able to be stimulated easily during sexual arousal. Well, what would it be? What? what? Well, na- all right, so a naked lady walks into a bar, right? 
And the bartender says, what will you have? And the naked lady says, I'll have a martini. And the uh, bartender says, okay, that'll be $8. And she said, I don't have my wallet. I don't have my wallet. The bartender says, I'll start a tap. So she's sitting at the bar, Carl. Go ahead, help me out with the truth. Okay. Uh, All right. So, uh, yeah, a naked lady walks into a bar, and the bartender says, hey. we, "Bartender says we got a drink named after you." And she's, <laughs> she's lady a, goes, "You got a drink named Naked Ass Whole Bag." <laughs> uh, do you know the grasshopper joke? Yeah. Oh, I know. That's that. My mom told that joke on uh, old juice LA jokes. For- if you go to the YouTube video, Old Jews Telling Jokes, you can find my mom telling that joke. I'd hardly call her old. And I'd hardly call it a joke. Uh, you know, Alan Foote was really upset when one of the naked ladies was on her period. He said, oh, when it comes to the models, yeah, so- he said, no strings attached. Oh, yowch. Yowch. Oh, speaking of which, here's Alan Fudd. Gentlemen, put away your boners. What do you think? Who was the one who didn't know anything about anything? Was it you? I didn't know what a ration is. I don't either, lady. I agree. Do you believe that? Oh, my God. Uh, the naked lady, her name was uh, Joan Bell, and I don't know. She doesn't go on to do anything else. Her title is lecturer huh well she did give a lecture look at these all guys it's so weird I was going to call the police when a naked lady walked into my classroom but now that I see you I realize it's just CBS television it's okay (laughs) Uh, so what minute are you at uh, she's walking into like it looks like Church Lady Central and half the women left yeah and they're start getting up to leave yeah okay and now I'm we're watching you. two kids playing three kids playing okay yeah I'm on uh, we're, uh, we're almost done we got now. four minutes Carl we're at the end so love is so we're basically hearing a song you. about love oh right it's so horrible listen to this song for a second uh, you jerked second. off for this movie for 70 minutes and that is all cause of love cause of See, love totally naked I like this movie you don't you're not enjoying you didn't enjoy it I don't know why uh, you think it was a rip off or something I mean you didn't you didn't like it before the rape thing well, I had seen this movie. I think I seen it on TCM or something. TCM uh, Underground, which I absolutely love, which is every Saturday uh-huh. night. Last night they showed Ben and Willard. What a great double feature! Oh, right. But the they Rats, show... right? Yeah, it's great. It's uh, the Michael Jackson songs on one of them. Uh, but it's it's great. But so they showed uh, this movie. But they also have a film that's like Psycho Action. I wish I'd get the name down. Where it's a filmmaker who he just talks to the actors and he's trying to break down emotions and it's it's a little more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But this this one's interesting because it's such garbage. It's a TV show I, that has a makes a theatrically released movie, which to me is a candidate right off the bat 
because it's such a ripoff of what an actual movie should be. And then it's a documentary with a very limited uh, amount of time and space, and this is what it shows, you know. And it, it seems kind of bottom basement. We're watching, like, basically home movies right now. Are these two kids playing? Oh, here's all the clips. You were yeah, we're going to see... Now, the only thing is, the clips aren't uh, just what you saw in the movie. It's like when he's revealing the camera, uh, when they, you, you know, he's eyes. walking in naked. I was touching your ass because you're a smile, you're a candy camera. <laughs> the guy's taking his pants off. Smile, you're on candy camera. <laughs> Here's your phone back. <laughs> We've been filming you. <laughs> this is the worst. The guy's up with the holding the ladder. Yeah. She was masturbating in a chair. <laughs> Touching the butt. I don't know. I, unlike you, I did enjoy this film. I didn't think we were watching home movies. I thought we were getting an interesting perspective on what's going on in the brain uh, of the day and age. Carl, and, I disagree. Uh, yeah. Roger, once again, I disagree with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or you could be Gene. Gene, once again, I disagree with you. <laughs> This guy really oh, wants to put his coat on. Yeah, he's really throwing her around. That's not cool. There's Alan Funt revealing himself. Oh, here's in the most... rape scene. He's throwing her around a bit. Boom! Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm Alan Funt. Oh. Yeah, with an F. There's a naked boy. After six, seven weeks, you will have nobody. We see naked men, naked women, and naked children in this movie. So we're all implicit. <laughs> what do you say Alan Funt is not credited as director or actor or anything. It just says a film by Alan Funt. It's his only on screen credit at all. There's no narrator. And yeah, Girl studios no released it. Richard Ray Roundtree. Donna Whitfield are the interracial couple. Yeah. Alan Fund Productions Incorporated. 69 says the credits. All rights reserved. You can keep them. <laughs> That's all wrongs. Yeah, all wrongs reserved. Oh, oh, the, the screen is black and the, they're still playing this fucking song. We're gonna haunt your dreams. Oh, keep that mouth open, Lion. Oh. All right. I just. So that happened. So, yeah, that happened. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Carl, thank you so much for uh, guiding us through. And I, I actually want to announce a new feature on the show. And I, I, we're gonna start it with this episode, Carl. I'm gonna let you know what the movie is for next week. Uh-huh, that's a great, great, great idea. And I'll, I won't tell you until the end of the show, and that way people who listen to the end, they might as well know. So, actually, next week is going to be a recorded episode that Carl and I did together in the studio. Uh, I will be away, and uh, we'll be broadcasting. So that that episode was a movie called The Hitchhikers from 1972. Yeah. And, uh, again, it's, it's not... Uh, 
there's some content there's a, a rape scene in there but uh, it's all 70s trash just you know total trash that's just one scene out of many stuff that happens uh, anyway way to sell the movie Mike uh, Carl <laughs> Uh, anywhere people can reach you you have two Twitter accounts right jokes to Carl as I heard in the song and Carl underscored five times 11 times Under, 11 times yeah yeah. tomorrow I'll be at the Eastville Comedy Show and then Thanksgiving Eve I'll be at Broadway Comedy Club Wednesday <laughs> and yourself uh, I have layover comedy nights happening at the layover uh, music bar and lounge in Oakland on this Tuesday October 24th and uh, check it out and also we're doing a New Year's Eve show on Sunday December 31st and I'll let you know about tickets go ahead and uh, just follow us on Twitter I'm at Spiegelmania Carl thank you so much this has been a great show could not done it without you uh, thank you Michael yeah so uh, and you too Same audience thank, thank you guys you're our bread and butter following us so we'll talk to you soon bye Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Thank you.
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. If you're looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com fjs.com again the law office of francis j shaheda in san francisco awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. 
Bob? You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Story Time Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Howdy, mutineers. It is I, Stolowitz, Dark Lord of the Sith, and several dive bars in San Jose. Every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, join me in my quest to escape from the occult oubliette, a world of violence, intrigue, sexuality, mysticism, magic, and leftover spaghetti. Enjoy my insane rants about leftist causes, Midwestern witchcraft, the ascendancy of Skynet, and why neo-paganism is vastly overrated. I've got guests, music, comedy, and old Alan Watts lectures from the 70s. How can you resist? You can't! I put a spell on you! Ah! MutinyRadio.fm is an official shrine of the miraculous garlic of Mount Cavalry. We are not associated with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, except on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Hope to see you there. Or hear you, I should say. Hey, Zach Wiseman, you're a good comedian. You know how I got good? How good? How did you get so great at comedy? I got great at comedy. Yeah, every Friday from 6 to 8 with new host Trina Roderick. It's where um, people go and sometimes they smell bad and sometimes they don't smell bad. Mutiny Radio made me great. (laughs) Mutiny Radio made me better than you. And that you can be better than everyone else too every Friday from 6 to 8 on Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio. But you'll never be better than me. You'll never be better than me. You'll never be better than Zach. And also, it's a happy hour, but we don't have any alcohol, so it's happy ish.
But you're gonna do comedy. I'll do comedy. And you're gonna enjoy comedy. Just be an audience. Just come. It's free. Yeah, I just drink in my car. <laughs> you could like drink. Like a fucking adult. Exactly. Drink. Drink around the corner, somewhere else. Not here. But uh, come to happy hour every Friday from six to eight with Trina Roderick. Yeah, do that. Tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the edge of insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh. Kit Marie. Brandon Ray. And Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. Are you a stand-up comedian? Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in five days featuring 40 comics from out of town, and one of those comedians could be you. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, and click Click on the submission form. Apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10, and you can apply right now through November 30th for 25 shows during five days, all streaming live, all podcast posts, all Mutiny Radio, all the time. The third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Apply now. joke workshop at six o'clock it's a monday night uh we're here at mutinyradio.fm bunch of comedians here to try out their new jokes in front of a panel of their comedian peers and get comments and uh right here at mutinyradio.fm uh special uh consideration and thought goes out tonight to our uh our uh, a rich man on the scene david roth everybody clap it up for him he's the best piano donated to Mutiny Radio, and he wouldn't even take any pot treats. Uh, but I, I have those if anybody likes to get high. All right, I like to get high. We're going to get high right now with our first comedian of the night. If you have note paper, take it out. If you want to be a, a good panel member, pay great attention to all of our comedians here. We're going to do four-minute sets at three minutes when you hear this. That means you have a minute left. So uh, don't feel like you have to Wrap it up right away, because you still, you have a whole minute. 
Uh, remember, too, when you're giving suggestions and panel help that uh, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. So we're going to be kind to each other, uh, even if people suck balls. Here we go with our first comedian, funny young man. Put your hands together for Arjun Banjari. Banerjee. I swear I'm going to figure it out one time. Turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on. Yeah. First name was yeah. I'm fine with the first name. Yeah, it's a, that's a accurate Banerjee. So the a, the N comes before the E. Anyways, uh, the the ER comes before the J. That's just the thing to remember. Anyways, I feel like the weirder the on a white person, the weirder the hair, like the more white guilt they feel. <laughs> Like you're a you're a you're a woman of hair color. <laughs> I was I thought of that a while ago. Anyways, no, but I feel like you know the, like you know most people like they have like they love just straight if they have like straight white or I mean straight brown or like blonde hair they'll be like why should I feel guilty about something that happened 200 years ago? And if they have like short like they have short hair they're like man white people should feel terrible and if they got like half of their head shaved and it's short and it's like dyed some ridiculous color then they're like man i should pay reparations okay well we'll start we'll go with the beginning anyways uh where was i uh manufacturing jobs are never coming back to the united states (laughs) uh and here's why in America, when you get a manufacturing job, uh, you get to stop living on welfare, which, you know, isn't great, and you get to move in maybe to a house with your family, and they get a, they get a backyard. In, like, India, if you get a manufacturing job, you get to shit in the toilet. You go from shitting outside into a toilet. For us, shitting is super, like, a simple thing. You know what we do? We go to a toilet, which just exists everywhere. You sit... You poop, and you flush, and you're done. And then you have to dig a hole in the ground. Then you get to shit in it. Then you just wait till it fills up, and it's near your house. And when it rains, you know what your entire place smells like? Your own shit and urine. India smells terrible. All Indian immigrants, when they come here, the first thing they're like, man, you know what's amazing? Not just always smelling other people's shit. Okay, you think you can compete with that kind of motivation? You fucking can't, okay? So, you know, do some other form of economic uh, rebuilding. Is the end... I asked my dad to research that question for me to make sure some stuff. And by God, is it gross over there. I went over there, and I was like, wow, this is the dirtiest, saddest, poorest place I've ever been. And I was with my dad, and my dad said to me, this is way better than last time I was here. (laughs) So that's what we're fucking competing with. You think you can beat that? You just can't. That's just, that's why immigrants work so hard. Anyways, look at that. Man, this is real political points. Anyways, I'm really proud of myself. Now on to something else. You guys, do you guys remember when Michael Sam got drafted and there was just this whole hullabaloo about gay NFL players and how they'd feel weird in the locker room? Yeah. I actually, you know, I understand. Because, you know, if there was a gay NFL player, I would be kind of worried he was going to rape me. Because, you know, he plays in the NFL. <laughs> so, probably a rapist. And, uh, finally... 
Uh, okay. And finally, I don't do drugs that much, speaking of getting high in the beginning, uh, because uh, they're too expensive. Like, rather, Dare shouldn't be like, because Dare would right now, they're like, if you do drugs, your dick will fall off. And then kids do drugs, and their dicks remain attached to their body. Instead, they should be like, if you do drugs, you won't be able to afford nice things. Okay, we just, I shouldn't do that in this crowd, because you all love your drugs. <laughs> okay, you know what? Pretend I closed on the gay NFL thing. Arjun doesn't love drugs as much as the rest of us. What's wrong with him? All right, comments from the comment people. Ginny's up. I'm up. Can you hear me? You certainly can. I like the I like the drugs thing, but I, I thought it needed like a better punch than like you just can't afford nice things. Like I thought there were a lot of kind of like funnier opportunity like a lot of things in between not getting nice things and having your dick fall off basically or just like very or getting really specific could be funny. Like you won't be able you'll be stuck at like a BART station in Millbrae. You know, something like that. Like something I don't know. Okay. Are, are you? From Millbrae, yeah. Alright, cool. Well yeah. <laughs> I, I liked your um, non, you did it twice, you did segues that were completely non sequitur, and I enjoyed that very much, just because it was like a misdirect within your own set, you just kind of were like, and then now for something completely different at the end, and then the first one when you started talking about world politics, I liked the, the non sequitur switch, and uh, I don't know if you know about this, about the poo, <laughs> um, I read this cookbook from the 60s that was um, in, it was, no, it was an Indian cookbook, and they said that the way that they used to keep their house clean, and especially their kitchen, is they would get cow shit, and they would put a thin layer of cow shit on the kitchen floor, and that was what they used as a disinfectant. This is real, I read this in a book. They also used cow poo as their main source of making heat to cook food, so I don't know, it's an Indian thing that, I mean, you're Indian. I don't know if you knew that. That's, I did not know that. So, yeah, they actually use cow shit as like a, a thing, so maybe their house doesn't smell like people shit, it smells like cow shit. Um, and you could put a, together a little tag at the beginning about the American thing, like we don't give a shit about taking a shit, <laughs> or something like, because you don't have to, because... Yeah, yeah. it's taken care of. Yeah. Okay. But I enjoyed those jokes very much, especially the stuff about India. I liked it. Thank you very much. More, more, more. Anybody else have things to say? Find a microphone. No one, everyone loved it so much. Yeah. If you loved it that much, clap wildly. Yeah. Yay. Everybody likes your jokes, Arjun. Yay. Winning. All right, your next comedian. He runs a great show at OMG on Tuesdays. It now has a front light. And the thing that I love and respect so much about Greg Gettle is he makes everyone sit in the front row if they want to get up, which is great. So he keeps an audience there all night to laugh at your jokes on Tuesday. Put your hands together right now. The very funny Greg Gettle. All right. Uh I guess that's why Indian people love the cow. <laughs> Makes sense. Also, like, D.A.R.E. program, it's not a money thing. Like, the reason why I don't do crack is because, have you seen the women that do crack? <laughs> like, that's not somebody I want to be with. Like, like, the best spokesman that heroin has is Zach Wiseman. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't do heroin, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, uh, I've been getting drunk 
for a while now. And uh, yeah, yes. And recently I've been getting drunk and like I've been getting super drunk up like three beers, four beers. And I was like, why am I getting so hammered at such a fast rate? And I realized it's because I wasn't eating, I was just drinking, which, which is why I was getting drunk. So then I realized like I don't have so much of an alcohol problem as I do eating disorder. <laughs> yes. And whoever told you alcohol does not solve your problems, wrong. Uh, I have an eating disorder and I know that due to alcohol. So fuck you, MD. <laughs> um, what else? I want to talk about something. So I was with, I was hanging out um, with a, a couple comedians outside of a go uh, Golden Boy Pizza, and while we were talking, uh, like this guy with like a red hat and like a top hat and like a bow tie, he was like six five, like six six years. He looked like a, a, a sailor, if you will, like a fisherman. If you can picture, that, he's like six years old, kind of bigger in the arms, and he comes into our conversation with a knife. Yeah, and he says I'm. <laughs> And he says, I'm fixing to cut someone. <laughs> yes, real icebreaker. <laughs> and like, after.